This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You are watching and listening to Chris... And Leicester Tonight Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! You're watching Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Leicester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Right, Chris. All right there. All right, they're back. Good evening. How the devil are you? Say hello to uh, to Dave, my little devilish friend there. Hope you are all well. It's back. Proper football is at last back. Get rid of that stupid bloody World Cup qualifier where we play out of Mongolia and if we don't beat them 5-0, then we're being rubbish. Honestly, let's get the Premier League back. And it is back this Saturday and it's all changed. We've got a new new player on the block, and uh, we've got a Liverpool fan joining us today. So we're going to ask him whether he's worried about Newcastle. Um, as I think that's going to be more the sort of teams that they're after. But it is Leicester Till I Die TV. It's the prediction show. You can watch us live now on Twitter at Leicester TID, Facebook Leicester Till I Die The Group, and uh, YouTube Leicester Till I Die TV. If you're not on YouTube, please nip over there. 
can tweak all my buttons, subscribe and all, all the rest, and I will love you forever. And if you want to listen to us rather than watch us later on, catch up, you can do on the Letter Till I Die podcast on Amazon, Apple iTunes, Google, Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict. Got it right this week. And if you've got a smart, but smart, <laughs> I, get, I get the hard one right, and then I can't say smart. <laughs> and, uh, if you've got a smart speaker, just ask yours to play, and you have to say it in full the podcast, Lester Till I Die, and it will play it for you. Oh, the, this new set of teeth, you know, it's not working well. Uh, James, good evening, sir. Thanks for joining us. How the devil are you? I uh, hope you are well. Um, let's bring my, my co-host in, and he's probably really, really happy with himself because he's top of this league at the moment. Uh, Bradders, how the devil are you, sir? I'm not too bad, mate. Yeah, you know, um, it's only it's only since I have a feeling of being on the top at the moment, so I'll enjoy it. I'm hoping <laughs> to have it this week. Do you remember those days being on top? And then I got divorced, so it was never going to happen again. Uh, Terry, good evening. Got my paper and pen ready to pinch your ideas for the long ball. Any pinching, Terry? And we'll get Brad's cuckoo clock to drive your dog mad. Um, are we worried about Newcastle? No, not, not really. Not right now. There's nothing they can do right now, is there? They're still a bunch of championship standard players. And that's Newcastle fans saying that. I'm not no I'm not taking offense to it, but they are a championship struggling side in the premiership. They're not I mean, look, the papers have got free sale for the next three months, easy. Probably yeah. for the rest of their lives with Newcastle and no one. They've got themselves another Man City to write about. But I mean Kane, Sterling, look, we know they can afford them. Mm. But and, and, and well, even Man City wasn't in a season, was it? You know what I mean? They're, they're going to have to make the same process, and they seem to know that. I'm not worried about them this season. Well, I, talking I, I, of uh, talking of Championship standard players, uh, let's say good evening to the Liverpool fan. How are you, sir? I'm good, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, I've been kind of oh, laughing in the. I was laughing in the green room. There. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! I tell you what, are you worried at all? Newcastle coming for you. Um, look, I think you have to say it's, they've had 14 years of Mike Ashley. Let them have their dues. I think they yeah. they deserve new, fresh investment. Um, yes, obviously, I know it's a bit controversial. Obviously, the, the Saudis, but Amanda Staveley clearly knows what she's doing. So, yeah, mm. but best of luck, best of luck to them. But as Brad says, they can't do anything until January. Hello, James. Yep. No, they can't. They can't. Um, oop, let's just bring that on. Um, by which time, hopefully, we're all doing a lot better than we are at the moment. Well, certainly for Leicester, anyway. Pleased with Liverpool's season so far? Yeah, it's probably gone as better, I think, that we could have expected at the moment. Um, you know, a point off the top. Uh, I think we're a bit yeah. lucky against Manchester City. That first half performance was not great. Um, but second half, they, they came back out. And yeah, I think going well in the Champions League, going well in the league, it's been a very, very good start. And I'm hoping this international break hasn't derailed our form. So we'll see. We needed the international break, didn't we, uh, Brad? <laughs> we, we can't <laughs> say we're very pleased with our start. 
God, where do you start with our start? It's just been one thing after another with Leicester, and they can't even get away with the internationals, can they? You know, indeed the Indian injures himself in the last match before break. Then there's talks that Iniacho has got injured playing for Nigeria. Can we just write this season off? Oh, Can no. We Can we turn in our mother's note? And, you know, I sit think, To be totally because, honest with you, it's almost like somebody up there is saying, look, Lester, you outperformed for the last two seasons. Just remember who you are. Slap down, get back <laughs> down to where you belong. Yeah, can we have that by just finishing in the Europa Conference then? You know, that could be a naughty step for us. Don't, don't have us in a, in a 14th battling, staring over our shoulders at Burnley and Norwich. This is going to be At this rate, we're not going to finish third in the Europa League group to drop into the conference. I think we'll finish fourth and drop out altogether. But look, you know, sometimes... You have to have a reality check season, don't you? And I think maybe mm. that's it. We've had two seasons when we've, let's be honest with you, we have performed better than we should have. I mean, we were in the top four for ages. We'd have probably got through if Liverpool hadn't had a good end to the season last season. Uh, but, Doug, yeah, you know, apologies you Leicester, for that. Yeah, I think you should as well, definitely. <laughs> but, now, you look at Leicester, don't you, Doug? Do you think like you, we were punching above our weight and maybe. It's a season that will sort of just remind us, and maybe we need it. Yeah, look, I think I think you have to say that you know the FA Cup win was absolutely fantastic, and yes, you did kind of you know pile over your weight. But the thing is, Leicester play some very very good football, and I just think that the last two seasons, I, th- I think it, I think they're suffering a little bit of burnout. It happened to us last mm. season; we suffered burnout. Maybe it's happening to. To, to Leicester, but I still think you'll finish top top six, top seven because Leicester always seem to finish in that position. So I, I'm I'm still confident that you'll be top ten at least. Brad playing very very good football. Are we going to start that this season? Because at the moment we couldn't pass wind, let alone a ball from one player to another. <laughs> no, I mean right now it's anything that could go is going wrong for Leicester. It's injuries, it's error passes, it, it's it's offsides, it, it's this, it's that, and you know, for, you know it comes in in its loads either way, doesn't it? If it's all good, it's all coming to Leicester at once. You know, we won the Premiership, we're making European nights, we're we're. We're playing Atletico in the quarterfinals of the Champions League, winning the Europa League, we're winning the FA Cup, we're winning the English Super Cup. Don't ask, that's Chris's terminology. I've just given up. Yeah, no charity <laughs> shield on this show. Yeah, I'll have you know? Yeah. We, you know, football, good and bad, comes in in, in, in a lot of stock. You know, because mm. we only go back less than just over twenty years ago. Leicester were playing. Yeovil, Scunthorpe, Northampton Town, Bristol Rovers in, in the depths of League One. Football's a funny old game, isn't it? Yeah. No, you know it, is, I mean? it is. It is. And my only worry is, and you, you alluded to this, Brad, before we came on, that, you know, and I have to agree with you, Man United. We're actually worried and scared about Man United. And we probably wouldn't have been in the last two seasons. And the fact is, we haven't had the most difficult of stars, you know, apart from Man City on paper. And I know football's not paid on paper, mm. but there were teams that we should have been beating. I mean, Liverpool beat us every season yeah. anyway. They're probably going to, you know, put six or seven past us this season. <laughs> well, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't go that far. But um, no, look, I think, I think, obviously, I think we've got you 
Was it like the Boxing Day or the twenty eighth of um, December? Isn't it? Yeah. 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 So and, it's it's around that Christmas period. So um, I'm pretty sure. I obviously... I'm pretty sure it's Boxing Day because when I saw the fixtures, I think I remember Liverpool. You beat us on Boxing Day when we won the league in that season, weren't it? Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, that was that, yeah, that was Christian Benteke that scored the winner that day. Yeah. yeah, after we beat Everton to be top of Christmas. No, it's yeah. actually the twin. It's the twenty eighth at the King Power. Twenty eighth. Yes, I think I think we got Leeds on Boxing Day. Actually, I think we got Leeds on Boxing Day. Then I think we've got you guys, and no. then I think it's Chelsea away. All right, no, here's, no, a you... here's a question. Sorry, sorry, Chris. Just a quick one. Yeah. This is both of you, by the way. They say these draws are done by the computer, right? They say these draws are randomised. They're done the computer. I'm pretty sure this is like the fourth season in a row we've had Liverpool around end of October or start of November. <laughs> We always seem to have you at the same time. I'm pretty sure we've done Man City and Liverpool two seasons well, can in a I row. Just say, Brad, I'm on that. We've actually on, on Boxing Day we, we're away to Man City. Yeah, and we had them last year <laughs> and the year before. This is three seasons in a row now. We have had Liverpool yeah. followed by Man City in one way or another. I don't know why they can't. <laughs> And this is a pet. You, you, you started me now, Brad. It's your fault. You're, I wasn't. You started me <laughs> off. You pushed me over that line. It, you know. I think. Um, I think I'm going to say we're going to have to have. Um, and it's not my fault. It's Brad. We're going to have to. Have to Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Right, Brad. It's a computer, right, that sets out all these fixtures. On Boxing Day, when there's no public transport, on the 28th, when there's limited public transport, why don't they give you local games? You know, why don't mm -hmm. Liverpool, why not, why aren't Liverpool playing Everton on Boxing Day? And why aren't Leicester playing Villa, you know, or yeah. playing Brighton? You know, it makes, to me, so much more sense than you having to travel down to Southampton on Boxing Day or something. Because yeah. all of these are commercialised business, mate, and now it's not a sport anymore. It's a commercialised business. That This could honestly, could honestly Aye, go into the, a whole, whole but, show. But don't, but don't Amazon Prime get the Boxing Day fixtures and the 28th fixtures? I'm pretty sure I've heard something I about that. I think they do. Yeah. I think they do, well, yes. Tradition, it's become walked into a tradition of this sport. It's like people that will, if they're allowed to, obviously, but the, the people that every single game away or home will go and follow England. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. when it is, what it is, they religiously follow these teams. And it's the price you sort of, it's like a punishment in a sense, because our, all right, our owners, as everybody is, it's well documented, our owners do a great job at these time of years. I know for a fact from working there that they've offered free stuff and free travel. I think one year they actually paid for the Liverpool way travel. Might have been Liverpool, might have been Sunderland. Don't ask why I'm getting them mm. too mixed up with clubs. But they've paid for travel or, or I believe some away fans have even said they've had free food tokens given to them when they've travelled to the King Power. But they shouldn't have to put on the spectacle. It's great and as honest and, and as humble as a jester is, for like you said, Chris, for a game that's on Boxing Day, it's just something that somehow stumbled into football and tradition. The day mm -hmm. Boxing Day doesn't contain any boxing to my knowledge. I, I was just presuming then that, of course, you know, uh, 
the Premier League and you know people like that sort of had a thought for the fans. I mean, sorry, <laughs> stupid of me, I know, stupid of me, but you know, but there we go. But look, Nippon, good evening. How the devil are you, David? Good evening to you as well, sir. Welcome along. Um, right, let's get into the um into the predictions. Uh yeah, and I have to say sorry, lads, I'll take me off on the tangent when you brought that up there. Well, you set me off on one, mate. You set me <laughs> off on my rant, but uh, yeah, Brad... for fifteen minutes and he started the domino effect. <laughs> Brad, you had a good week last week. You've come from behind. Who um, are misses? And you got a good five points. Uh, I managed to scrape by with three, as did our weekly guest. So, um, as you can see there, uh, Doug, you've you've got a little bit to to, to catch up on. For Brad, but you can easily overtake me this week. Which, uh, if you do, I'll go in and change all your predictions. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't hide the fact that I, you know, I am absolutely more corrupt than FIFA, and I don't, I don't <laughs> deny it. You know, it, it is what it is. I'm afraid it's my channel. I win. Don't like it. <laughs> but, <you know. Okay, we're going to start with you, Doug, because, I mean, the first game of the weekend, um, BT, early early Saturday kickoff, uh, you are making the trip to Watford, who um, I'm not doing as good as they started. They've dropped down to 15th now with seven points. Uh, last five were three losses, one win and a draw. Um, it's an away banker for you, this, isn't it, Doug? Well... You should say that, but the last time we played them, we lost 3-0. We lost 3-0 to them. So, uh, But obviously, this was when um, Nigel Pearson was in charge. But yeah. bloody typical. like Watford get rid of their manager and they're facing us. And obviously, they've got the Tinkerman as well. I think he's won... I think he's only lost one out of his last five against Liverpool as well. So this this, mm. this is this makes me completely worried as well. It added to the fact that we don't have Alisson or Fabinho because they, they're playing for Brazil. Um, as well, so Kelleher will be yeah. in goal. I'd imagine that um, that Henderson will probably be the number six as well. Um, Jota and Trent are back, which is the main thing. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm going, I'm going to back us. I'm going to back us to yeah. get a win against Watford. Um, but Claudio Anieri just worries me. I must admit, he doesn't worry me because I don't think. I think he's living on the fact that he won the Premier League with us. Mm -hmm. And I think he won the Premier League with us purely because he was coming after um, Nigel Pearson and the great escape years, and he rode on the back of that. But don't get me wrong, I love the guy to bits and I'd still have his children. But he's, yeah. he's not the man. We saw him at Fulham. He can't, yeah. you know, he's not going to. I don't think he'll last the season at Watford, to be honest with you. So I don't think you know he's going to have that much of an effect. But I can see where you're coming from with that, Brad. Do you agree? So I've just been handed a card here. Breaking news: Ranieri sacked after Watford defeat. <laughs> that's how bad they are at managers, and that's oh. how badly it's going to go for Watford. Unfortunately, they're going absolutely. <sighs> Tanked. I've just got this horrible feeling. It's Ranieri. It's his first game back, and this will add to this will add fuel to the fire of something that Chris has just mentioned about his biggest success came off the back of a pre-built team. People gone for for the rest of their lives. 
it's Liverpool. In a way, in, in the nicest way possible, you, you probably got the biggest upset in terms of who you were playing for the result you got. Because I believe your last result before the international break was against Brentford, wasn't it? Yeah. Three yeah, all draw. And, yeah. and they were half a yard off making that 4-3 and making it look really silly. Sillier than Arsenal. Oh, they were, giving, they were magnificent. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's all credit to, to, to Brentford. They played a fantastic game. But they could definitely, I'm now fully on the Brentford bus with Chris on, on, on Brentford. They've sold me on, on their dream, whatever it is, the way they play their football. I've got to give it credit. North but Macedonia I think that part two. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Don't jinx them. I told you not to jinx them, right? But my point stands is that Liverpool tend to, they tend to bite back when this sort of result happens to them. It doesn't matter how long it is, whether there's been an international break. These players come back and remember what happened in the last game. Mm, they yeah. they have a big weight on their shoulders, Liverpool, because the reason they didn't challenge last season was because of Van Dijk, because of other injuries as well. Now they've not got them excuses. Van Dijk's back. They've got their players back. A result like this, they need to, they need to take the impact and they need to mm. put somebody to the sword. It's just a so I take it you're going for Liverpool then? Uh, no, so I want a Watford home win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you want yes, going for, you're going for what? Oh, wow, yeah. wow. No, no, okay. I'm definitely, definitely going Liverpool, mate. Definitely going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I've put you in the in the Watford camp now. You can't change your mind, mate. I bloody can. Watch me because that was my prediction. Get me in the Watford end. <laughs> Did I not Where ask? Yeah, you you are in the Watford end. You get you me out of it. No, I'm going for Liverpool. <laughs> Oh, you can for Liverpool, honestly. This is what I have to put up with every week. Honestly, he's more trouble than Paul Merson. He really yeah. is. Um, this is where I win the psychological battle. <laughs> uh, James went for Liverpool to win 3-0. And Ranieri said he would award the team dinner if Watford kept a clean sheet. He's obviously moved up from um, the old uh, pizza. Although I think we could do with that again this season because we're going to keep a clean sheet. Um Simon, good evening. Premier Hotspur TV, how the devil are you? Uh, hope you are well. And glad Premier League is back and back to our old ways. Is that losing, Simon? Uh, and James, I can't see that. Sorry, mate. You know you're going to get it. I can't see Ranieri lasting long at Watford, but no one ever lasts long there. That's true. Premier Hotspur TV, by the way, guys, it's a great channel. Get over there and show Simon some love. He's a, he's a Spurs fan. He needs the love. I'm totally right. I think I can't see anything here other other than a than a than a Liverpool win. Um, I say I think Ranier is the wrong man. And I think when you know your team like Watford sacks a manager because they sat in 14th at the time. I think we were in 12th. So you know you, the question then is. Should we be sacking Ranieri? And that's a rhetorical question before everybody starts jumping on me. Um, you ha you yeah. have to ask you have to ask yourself this though. What are Watford's expectations? Because they're sitting comfortably in mid table and mm. yet yes I know yes I know it was a bad result against Leeds and look, they weren't great against Leeds. Um but he has had two wins. They've managed to get seven mm. points from their first you know, um, six games. Yeah. Like, where where is the expectations for Watford? They they can't expect to be a top ten team because what that's not that's not Watford. Watford are a yeah. team that are expected mm. to be mid table or just maybe surviving relegation. So I don't know what the I don't know what the Watford board are thinking. Um, because I I thought um, I thought it was an absolute ludicrous decision to get rid of Munoz. 
Yes. I mean, you know, Watford have got seven points. And like you say, what are their expectations? Leicester have only got eight points. And we are a team that's finished fifth. So if you're looking at that, mm-hmm. Watford, what what are you expecting? And okay, you know, Chelsea get away with it. You know, they go sack a manager because they only win the FA Cup or whatever, bring a new manager in, they win the league. But the standard of yeah. manager that they're doing it with is completely different to the standard of manager that that um that Watford are doing it with. And I can all I can say is, did anybody on that Watford board even look at what Ranieri did at Fulham? You know. Um, <laughs> it wasn't great. You know what I think they do? I think they spin the they, they spin a wheel, right? And li- the first wheel is a list of random managers that might take the job. That they, they, they won't yeah. be too expensive. And whichever one it lands on, they look at the manager, and they, depending on which wheel they want to pull out, whether it's the, whether it's the one with the small numbers or the big ones, and they spin that, and that's how many months he gets in charge, regardless of his results. <laughs> Yes. So, yeah, I, yeah. so many times I don't understand the sacking of the managers. I just, I, I'm like no. you guys. I can't wrap my head around it. I think they got mm. Pearson and had them out of the relegation zone and got sacked. So, like, huh? mm. yeah, like, sack, sack two the games ball, to go. Where, where's the logic in that? I don't know. You know, I don't. I just. I, I don't. I don't get Watford at all. And to be honest with you, again, did they not look at the baggies last season? And they sacked yeah. Village with with a few games in. Ugh, <laughs> it didn't work for just... them, did it? And they were, they were in a worse position, of course. But James said here their owners are mental. The amount of money they write off on appointing managers and sacking managers is ridiculous. That's the only thing. You take the job at Watford knowing you're only going to work for less than a year, but you're going to be paid for free if you sign that sort of contract. They've had 17 managers... They've had 17 managers since 2011. Mm. Bloody hell. I mean, yeah. That's ridiculous. Absolutely yes. ridiculous. And, and hello to uh, hello to Neil. Uh, Neil. Thank you very much for calling me the best Scottish football expert. I do oh, appreciate that. I think he was actually that. referring to Brad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, Neil. How the devil are you? Beyond the 90, another great Leicester channel. Get supporting them, guys. Um and we 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 got we right we like to share the love out between us Leicester groups. Uh, next game, a mid-table six-pointer. Yeah, maybe not. Aston Villa <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to beef it up a bit here. Aston Villa versus Wolves. Aston Villa in tenth um, with ten points. Uh, last five, Doug. They've won two, lost two, drawn one. Wolves. I think they're going to struggle without Nuno. I think Nuno was such a perfect fit for them. Um, and I know it wasn't a sacking technically, it was a mutual consent, but I, I, I don't understand that decision. I really don't. Uh, I say, I, I, but Wolves, they've won three of the last five. This mm. is going to be a difficult one to call. It is. It's a very difficult one to call. And as um, as you said, I think it's two wins apiece and a draw in like the last five meetings. I think this finished 0-0 the last time as well. Um, so... I I I I've gone actually for a Villa win just on the basis of it being Villa Park. I think Villa mm. have got a few players coming back as well, um, so I think I think they will just sneak this one. I'm going to go for a one. Uh, I'm going to actually going to go for a Villa win. A Villa win. 
Brad, um, while you're still here and before, uh, as Neil says, apparently Newcastle are after us too as well. Uh, I can't speak <laughs> Geordie, so I can't. I, can't I, I can just about understand Doug. You know, joking, joking, Doug. Uh, I can't understand any of the. I was on a Geordie channel last season. My God, I was I was really struggling. Nothing. I just could not understand what the guy was asking me. But um, while you're still a let on the on the Leicester team, Brad, which way are you going with this one? Hey guys, you're just. You know, I'm hearing all this slack about Wolves. You're sleeping on them. They've just beat the richest club in the world. That was the last result, mate. Surely Wolves are going to the Premier League table just beat the richest club in the world. How about that one? How about for apples? You know what I mean, how are yeah. they doing? Yeah, no, they, may, they, 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 may, they may be the richest club right now, but before yeah. then, they, they, they were um, average. Average at best. Oh, yeah. Um, Could you imagine the sit-down talks? Yes, Mr. Halland. Why I pet? Come in here. We just lost the Wolves. Yeah, <laughs> but they're going to get Halland and Sterling and Kane through the door. Anyway, we'll move on. It's only the papers. It's not Newcastle fans. Um, but honestly, I'd peg this down as a draw. I think Wolves got a morale-boosting win against the richest club in the world. They got a morale boosting win that they needed facing it with their, their mm. team at the moment and their, their results. They haven't had the greatest to start and Villa have been a bit oh, hot and cold. And I think this will be a feisty Midlands derby uh, and I just I can't pick between them. So I'm going to go find me fence and sit on it for this one. Well, you, you, you're a collector of um, splinters, aren't you? Uh, yeah. So, so, well, James we saw went for 1-1. Uh, Simon at Premier Hotspur has gone for Villa. David's gone 1-0, just giving Villa the edge. And uh, Neil says uh, Ranieri will be gone before dilly-ding, dilly-dong. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this again because we, we, we did all this last week and it isn't my plan to copy you, but I've got to agree with you, Brad. I can't split this up. And I've got to be honest with you, I thought that Wolves are going to do worse than they're doing, uh, having got rid of Nuno. But they've had a couple of good you know, wins, like you say, beating um, beating the, 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 the poor guys of the northeast. So, yeah, I think it will probably be... Um, a nil-nil or a one-one. I've got to be honest with you. Right, and this, this is the point that me and Brad rush out the door and hide because we. I'm, <laughs> I should really have just sort of not put this in at all, should I? Then we wouldn't. Then we wouldn't have to talk about it. All I'll say is, Doug, how many are they going to beat us by? <laughs> um, uh, I mean. I've been to and fro for this game. I'm not going to lie because. It's the first game after an international break, and Manchester United have got a few injury problems um, anyway. I think Varane and Maguire are both out, so it's going to be Lindelof and Bay or potentially Phil Jones at the back. So that, that could be mm. very, very <laughs> intriguing. Great, yes, Phil Jones. Thinking, Phil Jones. <laughs> Phil Jones coming out of his, uh, of, of his slumber. Um, yes. I, I, I have to be honest, though. I think United are just going to sneak this. Um, I'm going to go with United, unfortunately. But I would love if Leicester could actually end this horrendous long unbeaten run away from home. Yes. I I, I, I was nice having you on, uh, Doug. Take care. Goodbye. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> Brad, how do you see it going? Dare I ask you? You know what? Man United have been a bit frail, ain't they, with their results? 
just yeah. trying to find the strawest, strawest chat, what all the straws have. The last chat. game they drew with Everton, and the one before that, they lost to Villa. Yes, I mean, so for all the hype, it's literally going to go one or two ways, isn't it? Either Ronaldo's going to come out and bang in about four passes, and we're going to get ripped to shreds, or Leicester are going to cause the upset. So, this is the one where I think I just chuck caution to the wind and, and take the gamble that that separates the, the Macedonians from the Englands. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to go for... Uh, I'm going to back the boys to stumble a victory over the line and I'm going to go for Leicester to win it. I think it's going to be a gritty game. I really do. If it's going to be no, one, be I hope it's going to be my goal. I hope yeah. you beat them. Absolutely hope you beat them. <laughs> You're not biased at all here, are you, Doug? I mean, nope. <laughs> talk, talking to the ex-players, I mean, it's not looking good for us. Jerry Taggart went for 2-2. Uh, Ian Marshall went 2-1 Man United. Uh, Steve Walsh, bless him, he'll, ne he'll never choose uh, a Leicester loss, so he's gone for 1-1. And Steve Leinitz has gone 3-0 to Man United. Uh, I'm hoping he's oh. doing his normal thing, Brad. And uh, yeah, last season he was bottom of the of the, of the prediction league of the ex players. And um, towards the end, he was just he was getting everything so wrong that he kept going for wins to the opposition, hoping that he was uh, <laughs> putting the kai posh on it. Um, I, I, yeah, I've got to <laughs> can't believe I'm saying this again. Agree with Brad. I'll never. I've, I've never, ever, ever predicted a loss for Leicester. I'll go for a draw is the worst I'll go for. But I just think we've had the we've had the international break. We've had a time. Brendan needs to turn it round, and he needs to turn it round quickly. And if you can turn it round against Man United, that boost that it will give us will will mean mm. more, you know, than you know if it was a. Uh, a Norwich or, 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 or one of those games. And of course, Wednesday we've got Spartak Moscow coming up. I, yeah. I'm going to have to go for, uh, I'm going to think Leicester are going to sneak it again. I was edging towards a draw, but I really do think that we can, now like you say, you know, Man United have got the problems. It all depends whether Ronaldo turns up or not. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the biggest thing that every team's got against Man United this season, the biggest advantage is that Ollie's still manager. Because you just don't know. <laughs> I like Ollie, but you just don't know. He's, he's not a tactical genius. <laughs> he kind of, you know. No. You just wonder sometimes with his decisions. And, you know, you hear the Man United fans questioning his decisions sometimes. So, yeah, I'm going to have to, unfortunately, agree with Brad again. Um <laughs> And go for the uh, uh, Leicester win. Dorco, good evening, sir. Uh, how the devil are you? He thinks 1-0 Vardy penalty. I'll take that. Oh, excuse me. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going for Leicester, <laughs> says Spurs. What was that, uh, what was that young man? <laughs> he's, he's trying to sort his wires out, apparently. Um, oh, oh, dear. That, yeah, that I'm, is... I'm still here. Just off the camera. Everything's yeah. models. So I'm just sorting that, that, out. That's though. Brad talk for... Uh, for having a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely not be taking you guys along for that journey. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we'll yeah. listen. We'll listen to see if we can hear anything in the background. <laughs> Honestly, lads, it's raining. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, Man City, Burnley, um, Doug. I mean, Man City, um, three wins, two draws. Um, they got, you know, you, you, you was 2-2 with you in their last game out. Burnley, unless they play Leicester, just can't seem to get going. I mean, the 18th, three points. I honestly fear for them this season. Yeah, I do as well. Um, and obviously, sorry, Dan, if you're watching, but yeah, I think I think this could be the season Burnley go down. Unfortunately, mm. I just I I I don't yeah. I don't like predicting Burnley to like get relegated or like or like anything for for Dan's sake, but. Mm. I watched Burnley and how they capitulated against Everton was a big, big concern for me. Um, uh, against Norwich, they should have won that game, but they didn't. Yeah, they never looked like winning that game in any way. But I, all roads lead to an absolute home banker in this game by a long, long way. So I'm going to City. Yeah, um, I'll jump in there because I think Brad's still sorting his wires out. Um, I've got to say, Burnley do sometimes... I mean, they, they were unlucky not to beat us, to be honest with you. Um, and this mm. is what kind of sums up Leicester's season, is that Burnley put three past us, and then they can't score against Norwich. All right, thankfully, VAR worked in our favour that time. Yeah. But um, they, 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 they are... Yeah, they're having a, they're having a bad season. Um, and... It's almost like they've continued from last season because they were struggling then. So I, I can't see anything other other than, than than a home win either. So and I, and I have a feeling Brad might be agreeing with us. Yeah, this is going to be the battering of the weekend. I'm afraid it's just it's, this is this has got no. I can't see any way I could normally talk my way around to look at all three possible outcomes when I look at these results, try and weigh up which one we go for. And everyone I think of is even if Man City turn up in third gear and it's only one or two nil, they're still going to cruise to it. I think. And mm. um, I agree with Doug. I think this season could be Burnley's last one in the Premiership for at least a year, um, because yeah. I just don't think they've got enough about them. In terms of investment and in terms of quality on that pitch to get out of a rut like this, I just don't think they have enough in the reserve tank to chuck on and change their fortunes enough to stay up this year. So it ain't going to get any easier this weekend, I don't no. think. No, no, it's a, it's a, not the sort of game that they want, to be honest with you. And you know, yeah. you're looking at Southampton and Leeds who are above them are playing each other. You know, they, they, if they're not careful. You know they're going to start pulling away, and you've got Newcastle in those bot the bottoms, and we know what's happened with them. They are likely to sort of start to pull away come January. Um, so we'll see. Simon says there nothing but a City win. Um, James Man City five Burnley nil. It could well be. It could well be. Uh, I won't put it past us um, or past them. I should say Norwich City. Um, and let's be honest with you. I don't like saying this because I do like to see these small teams. I know disrespect to Norwich, but I do like to see the small teams do well and the big teams struggle. But Norwich, why? Why are you here? You, know, you come <laughs> up, you don't even, you know, Sheffield United gave up, came up, gave it a go. 
Um, Brentford have come up, um, and one thing I have predicted right this season that I think they'll be the best of the three that have come up, and they're proving me right. Yeah. What are you doing, Norwich? You know, you've come up. You know, you've got one point. You managed to get a draw um, against Burnley. <laughs> come on. You know, you, you, you're getting the money for coming up, but then you're not you're not spending it. And at some point, you're going to have to take a risk because you just it's going to be embarrassing. And I'm, I can honestly say, I mean, we, we take pride in the fact, don't we, Brad, that it's Derby have been relegated with the least possible points out of any club from the Premier League. I can see that being... Beaten this year with Norwich. I can't see them getting into double figures. Uh, I don't know what you think, Doug? I, I totally agree. Mm. Um I said I said it in my um I think first predictions video that I, I really struggle to see where the points are coming for Norwich. It's like every single season mm. every single season that they, they seem to come up that Daniel Farkin never learns what to do in the Premier League. Like, there's a way you can play in the Championship. You can play very, very attacking and not be very, very good defensively. You can do that in the Championship. When it's the Premier League, it's a different kettle of fish. So, yeah. unfortunately, for me, I I cannot see anything other than a Brighton win in this game. No. No. I I, I, I do totally, totally where, where you're coming from. I mean, it's like, I mean, you know, when Burnley went down last time, yet they stuck with Sean Dyche. When he came back up, he made sure they didn't go straight back down again, and they didn't. And mm -hmm. Brad, you know, Graham Potter, I mean, I was on a show, um, well, last night it was on Richie's channel, and we got talking about the England manager, and people are saying, oh, Graham Potter for England manager. And I just have to say at this point, I do not understand what everybody's hatred of Gareth Southgate is because he's been the most successful manager we've had since the Ralph Ramsey. Um, so, you know, all this like, just because he's not picking your players, you seem to want him out. But Graham Potter for England manager? Come on, you know. But he's doing mm. really well with Brighton this season. Started off well enough. What's their last three results been, Brighton? You know, Chris, right, got uh, they've got two draws. Um, yeah, they, they drew with draw? Arsenal, yeah, uh, they drew with Palace, but they had yeah. two wins before that. And thanks for reminding me of this, Brad. They beat Leicester 2 1, <laughs> and they beat they actually beat <laughs> Brentford, which is no mean feat. Mm. Right, so they got a dubious victory against us on the circumcisions of the decisions that were made in oh. that game. Can, can, I, can, I, can, can I just say that was absolutely ridiculous? Your two goals getting chalked off. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. They then got a 95th minute equaliser against Crystal Palace, if I'm not mistaken. And they were shit in that game. And they were doors dishwater uh, <laughs> against Arsenal. They were duller than dishwater again. That Arsenal oh, game. Shocking. That Arsenal game nearly cured my insomnia. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> it, even it, you know, it, even a Ram managed to get three points in this division. And you know what? Just because of that insolence of actually every banging on and, and all these new oh oh, it's the frat boys. Year of the millennials or whatever, with the footballers going, Grand Potter, Grand Potter, Grand Potter, Norwich win. 
Norwich get their only win of the season and this is it. Go for it, please, Chris, before I change my mind and come to my senses. I did well, this with Watford I, against I did this against Watford, didn't I, with Spurs, and I was the one that got it wrong. I, I, like all I can things. say to you, Brad, all I can <laughs> say to you is this. Be serious, man. You cannot be serious. <laughs> He's top of the league. He's top of the league. You say I'm serious. You I'm you are not anymore, not anymore, friends. not anymore. <laughs> you no, are bonkers. If you, no. you you are absolute bonkers if you think Norwich are getting anything off Brighton. You know what? Clip it, because if it happens, right, that's going to be my <laughs> catchphrase to replace Still, I will find you on every channel, mate, and every time you make a statement, <laughs> I will say you're bonkers and I'll throw it back to you. No, honestly, every <laughs> sentence, what you're saying there is true. Every footballing brain, including my own, is going... Brighton. I backed it in the long ball, I think. I think Brighton. But I just want some little bit of significance that Brighton aren't as good as everybody's making out. They got spooked. We got spooned by them, by the officials, let's face it. Right? Have you going through all these? We, we're spooning. You were circumcised a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah well, all these I've done everything, mate, because it's just Brighton, one of them teams that are getting on my nerves. Ever since they had that victory against us, they've just been getting on my nerves. They had a, a 95th minute saviour that saved them against Crystal Palace, right? And then they had the most boringest game ever. They actually played up to someone with insomnia or someone I'm who's going, well, child asleep, and they watch that game go, and they're asleep. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm afraid I can't agree with you on this one, Brad. Um, I, I can agree with with Doug, thinking you you are absolutely bonkers because <laughs> I don't I don't agree with all this. You know, Graham Potter is going to be the next Sir Alex Ferguson shit that's going round. You know, he's he's a he's an average manager who managed to keep Brighton up last season. If he has a good season this season, and maybe gets him into Europe and etc., then yeah, you know, he's but he's done nothing yet. You know, he has some playing nice football, but he's he's he kept them up. That was his claim to fame last season and the season before. Um, I didn't expect them to be doing this well this season, so so credit to them. But I can't see anything other than a Brighton win. And I think I'll be saying that however Norwich play every season, I will be saying that. Everybody said that about about Derby. Eventually they will want to go, though. I'm just choosing it now, getting out of the way before people start getting desperate to predict a Norwich win because they want an upset. (laughs) I'll get my madness out of the way now, though. Well, we'll be back with uh, a bottom of the table tash. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go and have a lie down and and, and a cold shower to get over bad prediction there. You know what, we'll one of these days, when I get one of these rights so and I get called bonkers by one of you, I'm gonna big brain this situation back to you. <laughs> uh, we'll be, we'll be right back after this. Indeed, it was the big news of the week. Not Newcastle being taken over. Oh, no, that pales into insignificance. Lester Till I Die, every Tuesday, check us out on BBC um, website on the Leicester City homepage. You'll see my thoughts on the weekend. Not a game, not a match report. 
anything that's happened, VA or anything like that, you'll, you'll see my thoughts on it. So every Tuesday, check out the BBC LCFC homepage and you'll have the pleasure of seeing my thoughts. That's an excuse. That's a reason to avoid it, isn't it? Um, Doug, well deserved, by the way. Well deserved. Thank you very much, young man. Yeah, you're a gentleman. Well done, well done. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. Uh, I still think you were bonkers for the last prediction, but thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. um, well, it's the battle of the... But uh, the bottom, it's Leeds against uh, Southampton. Um, 16th against 17th. Mm. Leeds managed to get a win, their first win last time out against Watford. Um, I don't know if Southampton have won one this season. They got stuffed by Chelsea 3 1, and even Wolves beat them the the, 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 the way the, um, the match before. It's going to be last on match of the day, this one, Doug, isn't it? It feels like it could be, yes, quite yeah. easily. Um, look, I think this is this is Rich. one you just flip a coin flip a coin with it could be a Southampton yeah. win it could be a draw it could be Leeds I honestly don't know so I'm going to sit on the fence I'm going to go for a draw yeah for a draw your first your first draw I always want to say uh good evening to Rich at Rich Sports get over there check his channel out uh check out last night's show uh how is your wi-fi Rich <laughs> last night, last night it was the oh. curse of the Arteta Wi-Fi. In fact, there was there were, I think at oh. one point there were six guests on there, and there was only me and Rich could actually finish a conversation. Do, do, do you know? Do you know the funny thing was I actually started tuning into that, and like I think there was like one one after one after another, like just. Nobody was speaking. I felt no. so sorry for Rich. And at points, there was like it went so quiet because it was obviously I say it was all breaking up. Everybody was overlapping everybody else, and <laughs> I didn't jump in because obviously when you're always jumping in, you, you feel like you're taking over. But yeah. <laughs> it was a case of um, it was a case of nobody said anything, and we had these long silences where everybody was waiting to see whether everybody else had finished. Oh, gosh, yeah. If Richard had, if Richard got hair, we would have had none left at the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh. And I, I say this, this actually sums up the whole show because I, I sent him a message afterwards saying, thanks for having me on, Rich. And he just sent me one back saying, thanks for having decent Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> James said here, uh, the dreaded Arteta Wi-Fi. It was. It was the Arteta uh, Wi-Fi. Uh, um, Brad, um, how is how's your Wi-Fi? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my Wi-Fi is good, and my yeah, Wi-Fi good. is all right. So, Doug has gone for a a draw. Um, Simon's gone for Southampton, and James has gone for Leeds. Mm. Which way uh, are you going um, to fall on this one? See, Southampton, you know, must be laughing. First of all, because they got fifteen million for a six foot four player <laughs> who can't defend to a lot of Leicester's fans' eyes at the moment, which is obviously not the case. He's just in a real bad state of affairs at the moment with our back four. Um, I think it's easy to lay the blame at people when it's their jobs that are causing the concern. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Ryan Bennett, they've got some. Well, yeah. <laughs> They've got they've, they've got some actual decent results. Uh, they got the result against Man City. 
And mm. until the 70th minute, let's not forget they were one all with Chelsea. A Chelsea side that had Lukaku and all the problems were solved because they had a bloke in the back of the net, like, unlike that 60 million team over there, who I never wanted the best of. <coughs> but besides the point, anyway, yeah, they're actually not doing as bad as everybody thinks. And I know Leeds got a, 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 a drab, very easy 1 0 win because Watford just didn't turn up. Maybe the manager knew he was getting sacked. Who knows? Um, because it's funny how that happened and they performed so badly and then he loses his job. It's, it's almost a coincidence that the, the Watford manager was sacked after that. Um, mm. I don't think really that's... It's obviously given Leeds the confidence to be at home. But I actually think Southampton are going to get the winner. I actually think they're going to get it because they're, they're doing better than people give them credit for. A lot of people would have had them down in and around the relegation zones going into their team being ripped apart. They obviously lost their killer instinct up front in Danny Ings. That was a big loss for a team like Southampton who normally sell to Liverpool. Yeah. He's, already, he's already gone there and come, you know, so he, he, they got that one out of the way when they got Danny Ings. He'd already gone to Liverpool. But they still lost a big man up front and that was going to you know, until the window closed and they made sure they kept James Ward proud, so there was always a talk Southampton's call was getting ripped out. And a lot of people probably, like I said, had them down at 15, 16, 17th. But they surprised a lot of people, like I said, with their results and their performance for three quarters of it against Chelsea. And that's why I think that if they can shake that last 15 minutes over this international break, which they hopefully have done, and keep going and realise what they were doing in that first 75 minutes was good, um, how will they do without James Ward-Prowse? This is what we'll see. But I still think somehow Southampton will get the job done. So do I, the question is now, do I go for a full sweep and go for a Leeds away win? Um, <laughs> you know what? The thing is, last season I would have done. I really would. But mm. Leeds are not um, firing this season like they did last season. Um, it seems to be second second season syndrome that, they, that a lot of clubs have when they come up. I mean, for us, the second season syndrome was winning the Premier League. Just thought I'd throw that in. Um, but, uh, you know, teams do seem to struggle in the second season unless they're called Leicester. And I just think I can't, it's going to be a difficult one, this. I can't see it being the most exciting of games, but I can't see past the draw. Again, I've got to agree with uh, with Doug here. Um I think it is. I think it's going to be a boring nil-nil. To be honest with you, I don't think Dan James. I'm really at the moment glad that we didn't we didn't uh, go in for him. Um, And then Saturday night, what you could say is the big London derby: Uh, Brentford against Chelsea. Chelsea uh, top of the pile, uh, sixteen points, only lost one this season, which was in fairness to Man City. Uh, apart from that, and a draw with Liverpool, uh, they've won three of the last five. Um, they beat Villa, they beat Spurs. Well, there you go. who doesn't? Sorry, Simon. And they, uh, they of course beat the aforementioned Southampton. Um, Brentford, and I've got to say, it's not often I've got much right this season because I've teams that I've predicted to struggle, like Brighton, what have you, uh, are doing rather well. So they're, they're sort of so and I know nothing about football, but Brentford, 12 points, sat in seventh. Um, I've swapped places with them right now. Uh, 
and they beat West Ham, which was no mean feat this season last time out. Um, they drew with yourselves, as we said, Doug. Um, yep. They beat Wolves. They did lose to Brighton, and they drew with Villa. Um, but it is Chelsea they're playing. Yeah, you say that, though. Um, I've been very, very impressed with Brentford. I think they've taken to the yeah. Premier League like a duck to water. And mm. I've been so impressed with the way that they, they play football as well. Um, I think Thomas Frank has done a magnificent job. Chelsea are lose. I think are missing a couple of players this week. Anyway, that Lukaku mm. might be missing actually. Um, mm. So that that could be quite crucial. Uh, you know, I, th- I think Werner will probably uh, play. You know, st- they've still got a very very good squad. Chelsea. Yeah. But this is my shock of the week. I'm going for a Brentford one. Well. And you said what to Brad earlier? Yeah. <laughs> See, Honest, big honestly, be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Honestly, <laughs> I just have a feeling that Brentford are going to win. Well, I mean, it is it is the prediction show, and I, I am beginning to think I am the only uh, one with, with that hasn't gone mad here. It's, it's, like, it's like being in an episode of The Walking Dead. You know, I'm looking at everybody thinking, what the hell's happened to everybody else? Brad, your turn to get your own back at, uh, with Doug, surely. Get the John McEnroe, mate. Because I've got Brentford to win it. Yes! Right home, they're at home. Okay. They, they, Carry on talking because this is more. This is more than a John McEnroe. I've got to get something. Carry on talking <laughs> for a moment. No, honestly, Chris, for, for someone who said they're back in Brentford and done really well this season, you've got to look at their results at home. They beat Arsenal. Yeah, Banter FC. They beat Banter FC. Fine. They made that place a cauldron for Liverpool. Liverpool was scared on that game. They got outdone. Liverpool don't normally do that against a new promoter side, no matter how good the high flying in the season. Let's be honest with you. <coughs> Teams are in a peak of their season. I'm going bold with a win. But honestly, mate, I was struggling to go either for a win or a draw on this one because Chelsea haven't actually... They've kind of stuttered out the last three or four weeks, haven't they? they yes, they got three against Southampton, but that was only because of a red card. You know, Chilwell, a 50 million waste, gave away an obvious penalty. They were... They were, they were clutching at straws. They needed Southampton to do with Southampton and, and mess it up themselves by getting a red card. But this time, they only conceded one and not another eight afterwards. And honestly, if Brentford are going to stay up in this division, these are the games that, they're, 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 that that stadium is built for. It's close quarters. It reminds me of a smaller version of Filbert Street. It's right next to the pitch. Honestly... I might be wrong. Chelsea might steamroll them. If it was a Chelsea, I wouldn't even bat an eyelid. I'd say, sorry, Brentford, it's Stamford Bridge. Chelsea are in a form. They're going to do it. But there's something about Brentford playing at home against the big boys. They remind me a little bit of Leicester in the 90s. They relish it. They're up for it at home because they feel they've got a chance. If I'm wrong, Brad, fair. Brad, I'm sorry. You, you, you have gone. You have gone the step further than what we like to call here at Leicester's like the McEnroe. And you have, you, 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 you've, you've got to have this, I'm you afraid. You've got the answer to that question. And I think you're, you, you, are, you are an ostrich. 
I'm top of the league, mate. So we'll see when these predictions come true. I told you, I'm holding Norwich to you. And you won't have Brentford over me because you like Brentford. So if you want them to win secretly, and this is where he's secretly now is wishing he hadn't put Brentford down so he can't look like an idiot. Now he has to go for Chelsea, see? Outside, outside the box. I, I, I haven't. I haven't. Done any other predictions yet? I always wait to see how I go on here first. But I I like to sort of follow the master when it comes to making predictions, and I I like to stick. I have to, facts. to talk about facts because I think it's important. Indeed, it is Rafa. We need to stick to the facts, and the facts are that Chelsea are. I, I've got Chelsea down to win the league this season. Um, and I, th- I think I think they will. Brentford, you know, I've said that they would stay up. Um, they'll do the best out of the three that have come up, and they and I, I want them to stay up because I want clubs like that to do well. I'd love to see a team like Newcastle or an Arsenal go down, and these little ones stay up and have a, have a good run at it. But Brentford are going to come up against teams this season when. They can't quite do it. They can't do it every week. They can't bring that performance in every week. And I'm sorry, you two. I just don't know what you have been drinking. I really, <laughs> really don't. Whatever it is, please get me some. Because I, I you know, James said there, James, you are, you. I mean, it's an understatement. <laughs> Chris looks lost. Lost isn't the word. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm five miles down the road the other direction. Not lost. I just, I don't <laughs> see. Yes, yes, Brentford, uh... it's great to see what they're doing. I love to see them win. Uh, and I want them to stay up. And I want them to do a Sheffield United and, and even challenge possibly for Europe. It would be brilliant. I would I'd love it. And I haven't got time to get me Kevin Keegan one up, but I would love it if they'd be. <laughs> but... I just can't see it happening. So I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know as a what you two have been, you know, smoking, drinking, whatever. But um, <laughs> so I don't, don't worry because when Norwich are three 0 up at half time, right, I'll just message Chris and I'll just, I'll just, I'll just put Norwich. Yeah, that's what I'm on about. Me just speeding over Norwich. I'm on about oh, both yeah. of them. I'm getting to Brentford, and when Brentford are winning four 0 against Chelsea, that's when I'll say, "This is from me and Doug." I'll send them a lovely message. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, and we can live the dream, mate. Uh, uh, I will unfriend you. I will unfriend you, Brad. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Piers Morgan walked out on his presenting job. You might not even get the chance to walk, Brad. <laughs> 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 but uh, uh, that's the Saturday night game. It's on Sky Sports, so we can all watch it. And I'm sure, I'm sure the messages on Twitter will be going going mad on Saturday night. But uh, what were you doing last night, guys? You can still catch up and watch this. Fancy an idea with the egg? With the egg? It's the egg on the Pip Show with Chris and Xbox Julian Watts, looking back at the past week at all things Leicester City. Find it on Leicester Till I Die. Uh, it is the X on the Pitch show. I love that. I'm so proud of myself for coming up with that, <laughs> that title. Julian Watts, last night we looked at um, Pep's idea of having uh, B teams in the lower leagues. Um, we also looked at the Newcastle takeover. Is it good or bad for uh, the Premier League? Transfer rumours, how it affected the players involved. 
and internationals, too many too often. So those are the topics we covered. And it's great to get an ex-player's point of view on some of these because um, it shows us fans up, it really does. <laughs> and, uh, we move we move swiftly after that last... Uh, oh, hang on a second. I've not, I've not put... I was in such shock there, you see. I didn't even add Brad under Brentford. I've Brad there because he's not getting away with it when Chelsea stuffed them. <laughs> uh, you know, it yeah. is what it is. I don't normally do well, well, yeah, yeah. so I might as well start getting my zeros in now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sunday, uh, the first of the Sunday games. Um, West Ham, uh, we know all about them, don't we, Brad? West Ham travel up to uh, up to Liverpool. Uh, Everton are sat in fifth place at the moment. Three wins out of five um, with their last games. West Ham. Um, dropped off a little bit after the good start, but they are still sat in ninth with 11 points. One win only in the last five, though. Where's this one going, Doug? Um, <clears throat> it's, it's another tricky one to call. Um, Ooh. I just think with Everton, um, having I think a couple of players back, um, I think with I think they have Calvert Lewin back, but I don't know if that's a I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, um, mm. not not having Carver Lewin because I, th- I think they've been playing very very well. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, James. I'm actually going to go for a West Ham away win here. Oh, oh, you you how to how to lose friends and uh, and not influence anybody. You're doing a good yeah. job with that. Uh, but in fairness, James has gone for a draw. Um, uh, and 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 Simon agreed with you. Uh, I think the best thing that's happened to Everton was that was Ancelotti leaving. To be honest with you, because I yep. think it was just a case of when rather than if, and he jumped ship at the first opportunity. That said, <laughs> Real Madrid is hard to sort of turn them down, isn't it? Uh, but I like Rafa as a manager. Uh, I like you know he knows his facts, as we saw a few minutes ago, uh, and I think yeah. he's just. <sighs> I think he's he's the right fit for Everton, and Everton got the squad last season. Um, Ancelotti said he didn't make the most of it. I think Rafa's going to go in. I'm going to go on the other side of the scale, and I'm going to go for an Everton win because they're at home. They and even you know, if Demari Gray turns up as he has been doing, who knows? It could be it could be a few a few goal fests. Um, what about you, Brad? Are you going to go in the middle? Um, yeah, I am actually because. Unlike Doug, I can't choose between them. They both have, on their day, put a great performance. If I was to, well, I'm going to do a score prediction on, on the long balls, you know, but if I was going to call this draw a score prediction, I'd give it a Desmond 2 2. I think this is going to be a really high priced game. Oh, that was bad. I know, <laughs> Even by high uh, standards, Brad, that was bad. Well, you know, I've got to try and keep up with the standards, haven't I? I've just set a new low. <laughs> I set myself low standards and failed to come up to them. <laughs> Leave no, it as that. So the first game where we've we've split it across. Um, oh, Sunday. Um, how can I how can I big this one up for you, Simon? You've got the team that wants to do well and is now very very rich against the team who think they're rich but they're not and Pete after about two weeks when they were top of the league for, for a couple of nights. Um, Tottenham, Newcastle. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to say this, and sorry to any Spurs fans, I think the place will be absolutely buzzing, and I just think St. James's Park will be buzzing, so I'm going to go for a home win. Oh, right. The buzz gets it for you. Um, Bradders? <clears throat> yeah, Newcastle. Newcastle, we've talked a lot about them. You've done a show recently on the subject. You know, you're talking about a club that won't have it and Haaland, but we'll probably end up with De Zeko and Carlos Tevez up front in January. But nonetheless, I agree with Doug. I looked at this picture at first and thought, this is going to be the gate crash party. You know, this is where all that jumping up and down and drunk Geordies on a on a Sunday Sunday afternoon, <laughs> you kind of get the thumbs tucked out of them because they'll get beat. Yeah. And I saw where it was, and then I saw who it was against, you know, Wolves Reserves. And... I'm with you, mate. I see a Newcastle win. I just see a Newcastle win. I think the hype train goes on. Even though they've got to rely on a guy called Jeff Hendricks who Burnley didn't even want to score, I think somehow they'll win this game. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Hendricks. um, It is going to be Steve Bruce's thousandth game as a manager, and I think in fairness, that's probably what's kept him in the job for another week. I think uh, think the owner's there... Have said, go and have your thousandth game. Um, uh, the pressure's off him a little bit. He probably knows he's going. I think it's probably already been decided. Uh, the problem is, have they who have they got lined up to come in, and do they get rid of him before they've got somebody to come in? Uh, problem is, it would be very easy to just go for Tottenham because it is Newcastle. They haven't got probably apart from one, possibly two. That the squad is down there with Norwich's squad. Um, and they have got Steve Bruce as a manager. And bless him, he's just not a Premier League manager. You know, some managers no. are good in the championship and getting players' teams promoted. Um, some that. managers are good at keeping players up, like Sam Allardyce. But unfortunately, um, Steve Bruce is not a Premier League manager other than, say, just keeping teams in the division. Problem is with Tottenham, I saw them play Arsenal the other week, and in that first half, they were awful. You know, I mean, to say Arsenal, Arsenal, sorry, Simon, I know Simon's watching this, but you know, they were bad, and there's no two ways about it. They were shocking. I think that's the worst I've seen Spurs play in a long, long time. Yes, and to say. That they are claiming that they won the second half. <laughs> it's, it's a bit, a bit grasping at straws. Um, yeah. <laughs> question, what, what question for you? What do you do if you get your dream move to Manchester United, scuppered by them spending a hundred million on Aston Villa? You fall over and set a sack up on a counter attack in a North London derby. Well done, Kate. Absolute hero. Heroes don't wear capes, but that's that's how you lose a North London derby. He fell over and lost the ball to Saka. It was like he's it's like he's saying to Tottenham, are you gonna make me play for you, are you? Then I'll do my best. And yeah. it's not even better than going on strike. To have fallen over and lost the ball the way he did. Oh, and oh I, I think I think I think Brad, you meant Man City, but I, just, I was I was wondering where you were going with that when you said dream move to Man United. But I get what you I get totally what you mean. He is he is totally off part. I mean he played awful, I, I believe, last night. I only watched about 10 minutes. And funny enough, when I when I dipped into the game twice, it was for both goals. <laughs> well, that was lucky enough. I don't mm-hmm. know. But um, Kane is just, his head's not there at the moment. You know, it, it yeah. reminds me of Mares when he wanted to leave and he was going on strike and sat at airports. Um, 
I can say, and they are just playing so awful. Nuno is not the manager for them. He was the ninth, eighth, ninth choice. Um, you know, it was embarrassing. You know, and the fact that they they, they got to the top of the league at all this season is amazing. Yeah. Um, As a medical, know, okay. they beat Villa two one last time out, but say that Arsenal loss, the Chelsea destroyed them three nil as well, and even Palace destroyed them three nil. And you know, the win before that was Watford. The problem I've got is it's Newcastle, and yes, they're mm. on a high, but. They haven't. I don't think they've got the manager to take advantage of that. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Steve, but you're just rubbish. <laughs> There's no two ways. Let's not mince words. Let's 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 say it as it is. You rubbish. You really, really yeah, are rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> you're hanging on uh... by the skin of your teeth. You go, and I think I think it's going to be a draw. I just. I can't see Tottenham win it because, you know, they have been so awful. Nuno's not the manager for them. He hasn't got them playing right. And when you, you, your best player doesn't want to play for you, like Brad said, that says it all. But it is Newcastle. And I think Newcastle, yeah, they're going to have all the pomp and glory. They're going to be so up for it. It's going to be a cauldron there of noise. But, you know, it's Steve Bruce. I don't think he can tactically get... Um, <laughs> Get, get anything that even though they did beat us 4-1 at the back end of last season James says my advice for Tottenham against Newcastle do not start Harry Kane he's been shocking basically what we were saying James you, you're not wrong there uh, the Simon the Spurs fan uh, he, he's put his head above the parapet here our record is not great against this lot so I can see this continuing and Nuno sacked after whoa 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 a big um I need That's to get I need to get some more yes I need to get some more uh jingles don't I because I haven't got one ready apt for that at all but wow um yes well I don't I, to be honest with you I don't, I don't think he, he was gonna last anyway I really didn't but that was a bit early James uh I'm pleased for Newcastle fans with the takeover but they need to have a long-term plan and do things smartly from what I've seen with the interviews, and we said this at the start, I think, didn't we, Doug? That I think they, they are looking at it, that they're not just going to go out and spend millions. They've, I think they're going to yeah. consolidate this yeah. season and take it step by, by step. Um, but, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. My, my thought, it was, it is, how are Sky going to react to this? Because Sky have got their mm. favourite six. I don't call them the big six anymore. They've got their favourite six. I don't know what Newcastle's, I said this the other day, I don't know what Newcastle's support worldwide is. So whether they would fall into that, bringing enough you know, money in for Sky, it'll be interesting to see how they... Um... <laughs> Terry, sorry. I was totally distracted by this. Uh, like a guy on his honeymoon, Newcastle will pound themselves into his own. <laughs> I think you're talking from uh, from experience there, Terry. <laughs> How's Mrs. Could Fuller, by the way? Good evening, Mrs. Thought... Fuller. Can we? Can we? Can you just imagine though? Let, like, I just want to have a bit of fun with this because I really do want Newcastle to have success, right? But don't Newcastle fans in the back of their head have that little shred of doubt that they've gone through so much ball inserts where we're there um, with Mike Ashley? It's been so many painful fourteen years. Wouldn't it just be typical of Newcastle's luck to get fifteenth year and they realise they're the richest club in the championship? Yes, yeah. Could you just imagine this is how it goes? Then they go and do a QPR and spend millions on 
past it players to try and do a Man City and they end up coming 18. I don't want it to happen. I feel evil for thinking it, but the more you've been going on about it, the more I thought, wow, imagine now if Newcastle got relegated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 320 billion in the championship. They're probably still signed Billy Sharp. Steve Bruce, <laughs> it'd be interesting. Well, be interesting to see. I think they'll stay up because I think there's worse teams now. And like I say, I think the owners, I think they're very, yeah. very sensible owners. They've got the plan yeah, and they're yeah. not going to rush in. Simon, mate, I love you to bits, but you're obviously suffering there. It's not too early. <laughs> it's six games <laughs> too late with Nuno. Um, yeah, I think to be honest with you, I think it's been seven games too late. So I don't think you should have appointed him in the first place. But uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you down getting a point there at least. So, but um, and then Monday night on Sky. Um, if you if you've not been bored by the, in fact, I'm gonna watch that Newcastle Tottenham game just for the reaction of the of the Geordie fans. You know. Um, Arsenal Palace, a London derby. Um, Arsenal have turned it around. I'm having to eat a bit of humble pie at the moment because I was taking the, the piss out of Arsenal and, and their protests <laughs> and what have you. And it's actually, they, they are getting a few nosebleeds at the moment. They're up to 11th. They still want Arteta out. Um, yeah. The guy said earlier, I don't know whether you saw that, Arteta to Liverpool. Um, they, they've won three of the last five. They only managed to put one past Norwich, one past Burnley. Uh, but obviously they had that Tottenham Tottenham win, um, and last time yeah. out they they drew with Brighton. So it's it's kind of they're stuttering. Well, you know, I think they're sort of trying to do about forty miles an hour in second gear. Um, and then you've got Palace, who again I had for going possibly going down this season, but they do they drew with West Ham, they beat Tottenham three nil, they lost to you guys three nil. You know, you, I don't know what what you thought of them. And they drew with Brighton, and of course they drew with us last time out uh, after giving yeah. us the lead. I think I think Palace have been unlucky in a couple of games this season, uh, especially against us. They were very very unlucky. To um, hello hello Scott, uh, hope you're doing well, uh, mate. Um, I I look I look at this game, and the manager of the month curse is going to happen again. I think it's going to happen again. So. But I'm not saying Arsenal are going to lose. I'm actually going to go for a draw because I believe last season, I think it was a 2 2 at, mm. the, at the Emirates. So I'm going to go for a draw. What were Palace like when you played them? Because, like I say, I, I was thinking like they've lost quite a few players. Yeah, they've, they've made a couple of signings, but they've got the new manager, Vieira, but he's, you know, experienced as a manager you know, in the Premier League. Do you know the thing, the thing with Palace is I like that they've attacked more under Vieira than they did under Hodgson. I think Hodgson kept them back a little bit. And I think, obviously, speaking to good friend Ali, uh, good friend of the, um, yeah. good friend of my channel and good, good friend of your, yeah. your channel as well, yeah. I think he's more happy with Vieira. And I do like the way that they're, they're actually playing. They've got a good, good attacking style about them. And I, I think they'll cause Arsenal problems. So that's why I've gone for a draw. Well, that's good. Brad? Well, Arsenal don't have Harry Kane on loan anymore. He's gone back to Spurs, so they don't have 12 men to play with. <laughs> um, oh. Honestly, as frustrated as the game was for Leicester, I've got to give a lot of credit to Palace. Um, yeah. And the manager, one of these very few managers that's already, you know, I don't want to put the mockers on him. But, you know, one of them few managers out of the 300 they've tried that are ex-footballers to become managers that might just become 
uh, a success seems to have a knowledge, maybe pick the right sort of team to do it around. There's no real expectations other than probably 17th to the most pessimistic of Crystal Palace fans for the time being. You know, um, they I think they've oversat their welcome on 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 a cash cow of Zaha. They might have missed out on that, but who knows? They've got a few players, and their two players they put on against us um, changed the game completely, didn't mm. it, Chris? Their two subs literally made the difference. They, they scored one, scored within yep. forty-seven seconds of coming on, and, and, and the other one got them got them back in it in the first place. Um, although. Uh, if you remember, I did the pre-show for the Crystal Palace. I said Edward would be ones to watch for all the wrong reasons. And to be fair, we kept him quiet. Didn't do much else, but we kept him quiet. So I was right, at least something for Palace. Yeah. Um, but they have impressed me. Again, Arsenal at the back always seems to be frail. If they lose a game, it always seems to go to pop for them at the back. And I think taking on a Crystal Palace side um, that will be buoyed by the way they've reacted this season, given the circumstances of losing an experienced manager and getting Vieira. And I'd probably say, looking at it statistically, the success or lack of success from these Roonies and Lampards, etc., that have come in and not managed to win things uh, from being an ex-player. Um, I'm going to have to sit on the fence and agree with a draw here because I cannot see... The way Arsenal have been in the last four or five seasons, this is just a typical game that they kind of slump their way to either losing mm. or nicking a point from and then we get Arsenal Pan TV back at its best cursing the players and saying Arteta out. It'll be it'll be one of them games. I just feel like yeah. Arsenal over the last five or six seasons don't get much of a good thing for too long. And this will be a game where they feel they took away some points. So yeah, put me in the middle, mate. I'll put you in the middle. Good evening to my daughter Heather. Um she's gone Leicester five, Man United nil. Um she has gone for four goals by Schmeichel. That's only because he's the only player she knows. <laughs> so, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow night, Heather. Looking forward, looking forward. Uh, Ian Wilson, by the way, another ex-player. He's just past sent me his score prediction and he's gone uh, Leicester three, Man United one. So good man, Ian. Good man. Um, good I am... I'm going for a Palace win here. Um, get I think, on, yeah, Chris. He's joined the Madhouse. Get him on. Get him in there. Come on. What? Uh, I there's went there some, with Norwich. No surprise in that. I went there with Norwich. He's gone there with Crystal Palace. Arsenal on form. Can't look anywhere past an Arsenal win. And here he is. Oh. Go on, go on, Chris. Go on. I like it. I like it, can I just say, okay, the, apart, let's take the Tottenham game out because it was a North London derby and it was only 45 minutes of dominance by Arsenal. And I think the fact that Arsenal were good um, and uh, Tottenham was so bad was probably more than the fact that Arsenal were good. But they've only beaten Burnley 1-0. They've only beaten Norwich 1-0. So it isn't a good run of form at all, you know. Um and then he gets stuffed by Man City. And I just, having watched, and they couldn't be, they couldn't beat Brian, but having watched them against us, I honestly think they did play well. I think Vieira's a better manager than I've given him credit for. And and, and Arsenal, I think, I think their blip is over. I really do. I think they've had a little bit, a few wins, just scraping over, you know, a few one nils. Um <laughs> James, James said, um, uh, has anybody been on the sherry tonight with these predictions? 
I don't Bad drink people. sherry, James, but no. <laughs> no, no, it's horrible stuff. Can I just say, right, let's have a look here. Brad going for Norwich win. You've got to agree with me here, Doug. I mean, that's that's the weirdest prediction of the of the night. Yep. You know, and Brentford against Chelsea. I'm sorry, you you, you were up there with, with Brad as well, Doug. And I don't think Palace beating Arsenal is actually, I think that's a sensible choice. I think you've taken the safer of the Sky's favourite teams um, fixtures to go against. If you're looking at the Sky loving, you've gone against one of their beloved top six. Let's look at it that way and get you in the nut house, mate. Come on. Let's look at all their predictions realistically. And on paper, Crystal Palace against Arsenal should always look like a long shot. So come on, just admit it. Come and join me, me, no, no, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that all to me. Let's be honest with you. After after Brentford stuffed Arsenal in the opening game, you'd have put your money on Palace winning this. It's only because they've got yeah. a point yeah. of one nil. You'd have put your money. You'd have put your money on Liverpool beating Brentford. So, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Brad, but to me, that's quite a normal, decent choice. Not like Norwich, <laughs> not like Norwich. Come on, but guys, that's what we've done. So, I'm going to say thank you very much. Um, at least you were sort of half sensible there, Doug, with your with your, with your big brain tactic. I get you onto my level of thinking, and then you pick the game, but I want you to pick the same team as me so you don't get the points. That will work. It's <laughs> my brain tactic, the camera won't work. If I get this totally wrong this week, that there'll be no prediction show next week. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> we copy my own work every week if Norwich win. I tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, but got that thank many you very clips. much. It's got that many clips that embarrass me, mate. I just want one to go in my way so I can say, get that Norwich clip and send it me so I can use it against you. <laughs> you're breaking, you're breaking up. Is that Arteta Wi-Fi, Brad? I can't. Is that Arteta Wi-Fi? But just very, very quickly, yeah. thank you very much yeah. for having me, Chris. Uh, it's been an absolute. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> Sorry, I pressed. I, I, I meant, I meant to do that. So because I was going to say, give oh, your right. channel a shout out. <laughs> yeah, my channel's the, my channel's the Dugout Football Channel. I'm just about to do a Watford preview. Um, so if, if anyone wants to check that out, then obviously come and check um, okay. check me out. And um, yeah. my Twitter handle's there, nrod underscore ninety nine two. Instagram is Douglas.horn and my Facebook is Douglas James Horn. So thank you very much for having me, Chris. And uh, yeah, at least yeah. I'm not too bonkers as Chris as uh, Brad this week. No, no, no. Nobody's as bonkers as Brad. And just to say that Doug's link is in the description below if you want to check his YouTube out. Go over a great channel. There's a lot of mixed stuff. Get over there and give it a sub. Doug, thanks very much, mate. I know sorry it's gone on a bit long. Um Don't worry. But uh, uh, good luck with your show and uh, yeah, good, good luck with the week with the game this weekend. Thank you. See you later. All the Take best, care. mate. Take care. All bye the bye. best. Norwich. I know. I, th I think the camera's <laughs> gone off in, 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 in disgust at me going so wild with my predictions. You know, I've got half on press every week. I've got to pull out a surprise. And I, I like to call it Brad's Bold Predictions. I mean, you could put the initials or something else. But BBP would stand for Brad's Bold <laughs> Predictions. Yeah, is it right? It's a, it's the man with the board. That's what it is. It's gone to your head. Give a man a board, and he thinks he knows what. Yeah, he's give me some magnets and some whiteboard pens, and I'll lose my marble. <laughs>
But I'm top of the league. I'm giving this as a freebie so everybody can catch up. That's what I'm really doing. I'm being nice. It's right. my Christmas gift. So it's the only thing I can get you. So enjoy <laughs> it. Mate, thanks so much. I will see you on Saturday. I'm hoping you see me at this rate, mate. I'm hoping you see me at this rate, the way this phone's being today. I'm hoping well, it's even if I don't see you, I will hear you. One hundred. Yeah, at five thirty on Saturday for the post-match show. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it. But thanks a lot, mate. I'm, I'm. I'm expecting a Chris Rance video. That's what I'm expecting, mate. I'm hoping for it not to happen. I'm hoping it'd be a, a praising one, but I've got a funny feeling, mate. Yeah, I hope we're wrong. I've got. I've got the rant. The rant jingle ready. Thanks very much, mate. Take care, and it's been great Take to have you on as always. Cheers, bud. Yeah. See you, mate. Is hey. bye bye. So <laughs> Norwich, what? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not like Palace to beat Arsenal. <sighs> I think it's normal. This is what's coming up. Seven o'clock tomorrow. Um, we have got the preview show. Myself and the wise old owl Craig. Uh, we're going to be on uh, previewing the Man United game with special guest Maisie from Devils United TV. And then uh, we'll finish our show and then nip on over to her show at eight thirty. Devils United TV on YouTube. Check it out, and <laughs> I'll be on there. I'm doing the same preview again. Uh, I just sort of record myself and do it twice. So, uh, oh, it's only Man United this weekend, guys. Let's not worry. But we've got a quick look down. We've got Liverpool. We have indeed um, going for uh, going to beat Watford. We all we all agreed on that one at least. Villa thinks uh, Doug thinks they'll beat Wolves. The rest of us have gone for a draw. Um, Man United to beat Leicester. Thanks, Doug. Yeah, uh, me and me and Brad. Yeah, well, we got to we got to support the foxes, haven't we? Uh, Man City going to stuff Burnley. Sorry, Dan. Uh, Brighton and Hove. The sensible ones amongst us have gone for Brighton and Hove. The North Macedonia fan has gone for a Norwich win, as he indeed went for Southampton win against Leeds. The rest of us have gone for a draw. Uh, Brentford, Chelsea, um, but yeah, enough, enough. Well, that's like Norwich part two, isn't it? Split down the middle, you couldn't, you couldn't, uh, you we couldn't decide Everton versus West Ham. Uh, with uh, I've gone for an Everton win, Brad's gone for the draw, and Doug's gone for a West Ham. Newcastle, they think a couple of them think they'll beat Tottenham, and I think Tottenham might just, just hold on. And I think, I think it's going to be a case of party poopers there. And then the draw for Brad and uh, Doug for Arsenal, but I'm up there, and I don't think I'm being totally silly with Palace getting the win. Thanks very much for joining us. Hope you're all right. I uh, hope you have a good weekend. We shall see you post-match. Don't forget, give us 10 minutes. This will be up as a podcast on all the major podcast platforms. Watch the jingle as we play out because it does tell us where you can watch us. Uh, if you've not watched us on YouTube, please get over there and um, give us a like and a subscribe.
Stay safe, guys. Take care. Thanks for joining in. Thanks to everybody for your predictions and your comments. Good luck this weekend, whoever your team is playing. And uh, like I say, I'll see you tomorrow night at 7. Good night. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Till I die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Sports Social Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping. And you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.